Hey everybody, welcome to Elevated Office, Season 3, Episode 4. We, we watch the sun go down over the same old town Like so many times before we look at the same old stars Battle the same old wars like so many times before Hey everybody, what is up? My name is Eric McGrew with Air... Eric's Tree Service in Montrose, Colorado, as well as Elevated Office. This is actually going to be Season 3, Episode 4. I um, I apologize. I have tried to uh, keep up with everything this year, but unfortunately it did not work out like I had planned. I had originally hoped that I would have been more regular on the podcast. I keep getting requests for more podcast episodes, so... I'm going to do a podcast episode for you guys today. Um, That's why if you are watching the Instagram live, I want to say thank you, but I will not be responding to questions directly through the live at this point. Um, Just know that, but I do appreciate them and I'll take note of them. So um, today's episode, episode four of season three is going to be about remote sets and redirects. Um, I get a bit of people who ask me about, you know, hybrid systems. I'm, I'm sorry, not redirects. Hybrid systems and remote sets. Um, and to be fair, I did a video that's coming out on YouTube here in the next day. Uh, tomorrow, I think it is. And the, the reality of it is, is that I actually use a lot of hybrid systems. And to be fair, I don't use them as much as I should or could, to be, to be quite honest. I get in the habit of doing it in a way that's common to me, comfortable to me, but it's not always the way that is best for it to be done. Um, so yesterday in a job that I was doing, I set up a hybrid climbing system. And then I set up a, um, high, a remote set block for rigging. And these things are, are really important to me in a multiple of facets. One is ease of climbing to get set up in a position. Two is if you don't have to climb a tree, but you need a high tie in point for a block or something like that, they're really vital and super handy. And then Three, if you need to have better movement around in the tree, but getting a moving rope system initially singled out is difficult, right? It it becomes a a situation where you might want to use the hybrid systems. I really recommend it. And then also when I'm in a tree and I need to reset a redirect or a new block or tie-in system and I don't want to fight to get out there to put it into place. I will use these remote sets and these hybrid systems. So um, you might be, some of you I'm sure will be familiar with hybrid and remote sets. Uh, So if you are, please forgive the explanation. If you're not though, I'm going to go over it very briefly. So a remote set is where you actually set something from a remote location to serve a purpose that you can reasonably get and manage from where you're at, whether it be the ground or another part of the canopy. 
without having to get out there and set it. So an example of that would be a remote set block. If you're doing any kind of rigging and you've used pulleys and you need to lift the branch or lower a branch or, you know, tip tie or balance, you may have gone through the frustrating habit of having to climb all the way out to the branch union and try to set a block where you have to put the sling on the branch and you have to do all that and then set the run your rigging rope through it. And then you're a little bit fatigued and now you've got a lot of work to do and you had to do a bunch of physical effort for that one task that you don't need to use that position for anything else. Okay. It's literally just for lowering something to keep it off of a fence, a house or whatever, but you don't have to work that side of the tree. It's just to get that one thing off. That's where a remote set device would be in your favor. You can do it from in the canopy, which I do some, but oftentimes I do it from the ground. So, um, this is going to be where basically you are setting a line like you're going to SRS or SRT. And then it would be a rigging line though, or an old climb line, depending on how much weight you're going to put on it and all that stuff. And then you will actually set a block on one end of it and you will pull it up to the crotch or the union. And then you will basal tie it to the trunk of that tree or a neighboring tree or whatever to set a block high in the tree without having to climb up there and physically put it there. Now, there are some challenges about this system that you need to keep in mind. For instance, one thing that's good to know is that you're multiplying forces. So, you're going to be you're going to want to be very careful about how you do this because if you plan on taking like let's say it's a dug fir and you remote set a block in the neighboring tree and you go and you start taking, you know, 2000 pound chunks and you have it on that pulley at that union, your pulley's going to take double that load, plus you're doubling the load in the union of the neighboring tree. So it becomes extremely probable you could overload that branch, that tree, whatever, if you're not very careful. So you need to keep an eye on how much you're magnifying instead of just doubling your load at the redirect point or the union where it goes through the crotch now you've essentially quadrupled it because you have double the load on the pulley hanging from it plus the one that's on it so um that gets a bit sketchy for really big stuff but for smaller stuff it's super super handy um for smaller stuff it's very very practical for branch removal on like let's say you are pruning out a tree it's a lot of small stuff and there's one broken branch hollow branch decaying branch um whatever or hanger a big hanger and you need a rigging system for that one and the best tie-in point for it's about 30 feet above you but you don't need to get up there for anything else maybe you've already worked that section yeah you can use a lot of energy to get up there or you could just set a remote block put it up there get your line down, lower the branch, and then retrieve the block all from where you're at or from the ground without that extra work, saving you both time and energy. And remember, in climbing, if you're saving energy, 
you're being safer because the more fatigued we get, the more potential there is for an accident to occur. So that's how I use my remote blocks for rigging as a general rule. As for the hybrid climbing systems, it's kind of the same idea, but it's more out of a convenience factor or a safety factor in some cases than it is out of um, wasted effort, even though that is part of it as well. So like um, in the job, on the job that I was doing yesterday, um, it was a big dense willow. It wasn't huge, but it was, it was fairly large, very, very dense. And there was absolutely no way that I could single out that branch easily. Now, could it be done? Yeah, it can be done. It just wouldn't have been very easy. It had a lot of epicormic growth from bad prunings and stuff in the past. And it was just a bit frustrating, right? It was not ideal. So what I did is I set an SRS line first. And then I climbed up into the canopy where I wanted my um, top anchor to be for my moving rope system. And specifically, the reason I wanted a moving rope system in this tree was for two reasons. One, the tree, while it was pretty healthy, it had been dealing with stress from um, the uh, drought we had been having this year. And it's a willow tree, so they're just brittle. They, they have very little um, elasticity in them. They just tend to snap off. And so I don't trust them a whole lot. So if I can share my load on that tie in point through a moving rope system, I feel as a general rule, it's better. On top of those reasons, I also had the task of moving up and down. I had already pruned this tree with a bucket, but because it was so dense, there were certain things inside that I just couldn't see from the outside. And there was more dead I needed to get out. There were a few hangers I had to get out, and I had to do a little bit other uh, rigging work for a neighboring tree in there. So I knew I'd be moving up and down, and the best use of my energy was with a moving rope system versus SRS. And um, because the way the ropes hung in there and all this stuff, it wasn't a straight hang. It wasn't a straight climb. You were pressed up against the trunk and things a lot, so I just chose to use the hybrid system. So what I did is I climbed up the... SRS rope to the top of the canopy. Then I set an adjustable friction saver and I set it up for remote retrieval from the ground. And then I tied in a moving rope system on it. And in this particular case, I chose as just for me, I chose the akimbo because the akimbo was a, or is a compact unit that you can use it's easy to hang on your saddle and not get in your way and it's easy to take off of the line midline attachable so unlike the rope runner pro which i really like you have to go through a lot of finagling to get that thing off the the line the akimbo is just much easier to get off the line when you're done with it so for that reason alone i used the akimbo that doesn't mean that it's the best device it just means it was a very good device for that option. Then when I was in the canopy, um, I noticed that the leg, the basal leg of my SRS line, everywhere I put it was over a bunch of brush and stuff, and it could potentially break that brush and, and collapse, and it would have dropped me a number of feet, and it just would have been uncomfortable, and I tried to fish it out of it before I ever tied it off, 
And I just couldn't seem to get away from all these branches because the epicormic growth was so bad. So I, once I got to the top, I quickly set the moving rope system. I moved over to the moving rope system. Now all my weight is shared on that attachment union instead of doubling it approximately, essentially, you know. And then I also have the two to one advantage for moving up and down and not wearing out my muscles. Now, on top of that, I chose to use my midline attachable um, uh, pulley system that I have, which is made up of a Petzl basic ascender. It also has a Petzl swivel, extra large, and it has the Petzl rolling clip Z. There's, I, I'm not sponsored by Petzl or anything like that. It just happened that those three comp components worked really well together. And that makes an awesome three to one for your moving rope system. I clip it on the moving rope side and I throw the tail through it. And when I need to pull myself up, I can do that. Especially when I have like chainsaws and stuff on me and it doesn't wear my shoulders out because my shoulders are already shot. So it's just one more way that you can work with it and make sure that you are not overly exerting your body and not only does it save you for that day's worth of climbing it also saves you for the week worth of climbing that you've got ahead of you or the week worth of work you've got ahead of you and so then i could move around the tree to all these branches i could do the long limb walks that i needed to do i could um get out to the different areas of the tree and go back up and get over branches so that i could go to the other side of the tree I could do all this stuff with this remote setup. And then when I got done and I got on the ground, I just retrieved it like you would with a retrieval key for your friction saver. And then I still had my block set up in the tree. And that's how I did the float of the pot, the Aspen tree that you saw. If you've seen my recent video, there's a recent video on Instagram and it's coming up on YouTube tomorrow of me floating a dead aspen tree over an AC unit and a fence. And it's with that remote set block. And with that remote set block, once it was all done, I just untied the basil and grabbing both legs of my rigging line, I pulled the block to the ground and pulled it through the union without having to climb back up that tree for no reason. I was already done in the tree. So why, why bother going up to get the um, block when I had other work to do? It saved me a good amount of time um, because it was way easier to shoot a line and set that uh, remote block than it was to climb up there, put it in place, and then have to climb back up there afterwards and get it. So um, you can't do that with everything, I know, but I do think that there's a good 70% of the rigging stuff that I have that could be done that way. And it would be super efficient for you if you get in the habit of thinking that way um once again just be careful of your loads you don't want to uh you don't want to excessively load areas that are not designed for it or not gonna um handle it very well if that makes sense so um i use now the climbing side I use hybrid climbing a lot, and there's multiple ways to use a, high, a hybrid climbing system. The one I just described was I climbed up an SRS line, and then I actually set a new anchor in a different union with a friction saver, right? 
That was one that, that I used yesterday. However, in really dense trees, especially like a spruce tree or um, even some elms where I just can't get things set up the way that I want them to, I will shoot an SRS line into a union and then I will actually tie on a, um, a midline alpine butterfly or I can tie on a midline figure eight will work. Um, you can even use a Prusik, like an English Prusik with a stopper knot under it. And I will run a pulley through it or a ring through it. And then I will run a um, my climbing line through that and I will pull the SRS line up into the canopy and stop it where it's just on the downside of the crotch and I can have a remote set moving rope system and this is really cool because what I do sometimes is I will actually get up in the um, canopy with it and when I'm in the canopy I'll lanyard in securely I'll have somebody untie my basil and then I can actually adjust the um, SRS line to where the pulley is either higher or lower for my moving rope system. And I will retie it off in the canopy. The reason for this is because if you've ever run moving rope systems, you'll know that they're awesome and they're awful, depending on certain aspects, right? Just like SRS. One of the things I dislike about moving rope systems is when I have to um, move around a canopy a lot and the SRS system, I mean, I'm sorry, the moving rope system is getting smashed. Both lines are getting smashed around uh, the bend of a branch or a, a trunk or, or something like that. And every time you let out or you pull in, there's a lot of friction on that trunk because now you have two lines running across that bark friction plus whatever your device in the canopy is for your control of your moving rope system, right? Your, your tie-in point. So if you have rings, you're going to have more friction. If it's on a natural crotch, even more friction. And then you start adding in those two ropes running over two or three more branches. And all of a sudden, you've got a ton of friction going on. And it gets very frustrating because it's always differing. It's never consistent. So if you set an SRS line through a a union that'll hold you. And then on that Alpine butterfly, that ring or that, um, what's it called? Uh, Prusik with that stopper knot under there. You, and you want it on the bottom side. So your Prusik doesn't slide down. Um, you can actually adjust how low the pulley is or your tie in point for your MRS system from the union so that if you have to extend way out in a canopy and like, let's say you're here, but you know that you're going to have to go way out here, right? You know that that rope's going to have to walk around um, branches and things and it's going to have friction. You can adjust it to where your rings or your pulley, whatever is managing your moving rope system, has enough slack that it goes past the um, branch and now your moving rope system is working with no impediment, if that makes any sense. And then when you're done, you come back in, you use your lanyard, you tie on, you grab your um, basil tie in the canopy, and then you untie it, you slack, you take all the slack out, move your pulley back up to 
as close to that union as you want. And now you have an extremely high tie endpoint, and you still don't have any impediment. I don't know if that makes any sense. I hope it does. But it's super handy for moving your system around. Um, and so, like, you've probably seen people who will also move, um, do a redirect for moving rope systems. And with that, there is, like, you have to have a, you know, some kind of sling. And then you have two pulleys because each leg of your moving rope system needs to go through those pulleys, right? Well, I can get away with taking my SRS line that is the, um, what would that be? The suspension leg, if you want to call it that, the basal leg of the the hybrid system. And I can extend it to where now that SRS line passes through not only the main union, but your redirect union. Stay with us. We'll be right back. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step guide to starting your podcast today. And your moving rope system doesn't need to run through extra pulleys or anything, which can cause twisting. Um, in the lines, it can cause extra friction. Um, it can be a pain to set up and retrieve. But with this system, you've taken all that out of it. It's a very simple passing the pulley or the knot through the next union, just like you would if you're running a moving rope. I mean, a SRS redirect, and you're just using the moving rope system on the opposite side, the gravity side of the secondary um, redirect union. I hope that makes sense. I know that I know that talking about this in podcast episodes is always a challenge. So I apologize about this. I am recording this, of course. If you're watching the live on Instagram, this is the um, episode four of season three for Elevated Office Podcast. I just wanted to do a live along with the um, episode that we are are doing for the podcast that you can listen through Spotify. Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and all the other um, different, you know, I think it's on Pandora and a bunch of other places as well. So um, moving rope systems that are on a hybrid setup are one of my favorite to use by far. They're so handy. And now remember when we're talking about remote set blocks, this is also another option that you have. Just like I was talking about redirecting that not in that pulley or whatever your moving rope management system is for climbing. You can do the same thing with a redirect of a remote pulley system for rigging. You can give yourself enough slack that the block hangs down and then you pass it through yet another union and you can use the same block for multiple rigging points without ever having to tie and untie slings and all that kind of stuff depending on where they're at, how close they are, how much weight you're using it for. So for me, um, 
I use it for both removals and I use it for pruning. For me, pruning is probably the most convenient way of using it because usually I'm not taking huge, huge pieces and I need um, a pulley set up in a lot of different locations. And instead of having to untie and retie every stinking time, your slings and your blocks, and if you're like me, I tend to use a lot of um, dead eye slings and do cow hitches and stuff and timber hitches. And it takes time to untie and tie that every time. But if you have it set up remotely, once again, assuming that the pieces you're taking don't overload your rigging unions, you can just redirect, give yourself a little bit of slack, redirect that line to two or three unions and have that same block off of one tie-in point in multiple aspects of your climbing to take off branches that might be long and, and wildy, but not so much heavy, if that makes sense. So like when I'm over greenhouses, when I'm over um, house roofs and things, and I need them to swing back a bit, and when I need them to drop straight down on the outside of a fence, when the tree's on the inside of the fence, I can use these redirects with that it's really simple to do, and plus the cool thing about it is you can often just take your block, and if it's within a reasonable distance, you can just, like a baseball, chunk it over the next redirect location, and now you have your new redirect position, and you can adjust your links based on your canopy tie, and you don't have to retie every stinking time. Um, it's just the way that I like to do it. And sometimes what I will do is depending on where I'm at in the canopy, I will have a, um, so that I'm not tying a cow hitch on the very end of a union way up high. And it's like hard to reach. I would much rather tie it around the vertical side or the, um, well designed, um, lateral of a big branch. And I'll take up the slack that's needed for that redirect through a sling that can just be quickly wrapped around the vertical trunk of a, a tree in the canopy or whatever with a carabiner or whatnot to hold that branch down um, to take up that slack. Once again, these are specifically for things that aren't excessively heavy. If it's excessively heavy, then I'm going to tie off the way that it needs to be for security. Um, just something, or sometimes I can just take the block, wrap the SRS leg, the basal side of that around a trunk three or four times to reduce the length and then throw it over the union. And now I have my, um, block up there and I can, you know, set my ropes depending on the way that it's set up. A lot of times I preset my ropes and I can throw it all through the block. I mean, through the union, or sometimes I will throw the block through a union, let it swing down to me, set my rope, and then adjust the slack at that point. So I know that that's a lot of descriptive terms via, you know, words without pictures for the podcast. So I apologize about that. But if you guys can think of creative ways to use these, of course, always be safe. I don't want you guys ever to do anything that's unsafe, but I think that it can help you be way more effective in your efforts to move more quickly and more with more finesse through the tree without exhausting yourself physically. 
and you can reserve that energy for whatever you've got going on the rest of the day or whatever is happening um, through the job, the next climb you've got to do or the, the rest of the week, in fact. So um, I just thought that I would bring that topic to you guys today. Hopefully it was helpful for you. Please don't forget to check out my sponsors, WeaverArborist.com, Gap Arborist Supply, and Just Send It Sauls. Um, Just Send It Sauls is working on a new saw for me. So you guys will see that here, hopefully in the relatively near future. Like everything, everybody's backed up. Um, I did recently buy some new equipment and I've got a few other uh, ideas coming up. I am working with Weaver on a few different concepts. Some of my concepts I've been working with for a while will be coming to market, hopefully very soon. So keep an eye out for that. I've got some stuff for some giveaways as well. And if you don't mind, if you would go subscribe to my YouTube channel, that would really help me out. Um, Instagram's been giving me kind of a hard time to upload longer IGTVs. So I'm having to go back to um, YouTube and load them there a little bit more. So if you don't mind, subscribing and liking the videos would be great. And I will be putting up... All this that we talked about, I will actually be putting up some videos of that there that you can watch as well. All right, guys. So thanks for stopping by. It was good to have you on. And I will talk to you guys in the next one. Take care. Bye.